Shalom, shalom, and welcome back to another exciting episode of our continuing Shurim in the Sefer Lekutim Oran. We find ourselves in Torah 11, and we've been exploring the power of spiritual unifications. In particular, what happens when you say, for example, the Shema, the first part of the Shema represents these spiritual unifications on high, and the second part, the Baruch Shem Kivod, represents these spiritual unifications down here in our realms of the physical. Picking it up right where we left off. Because anyone who's on a low spiritual level, someone who feels that they're very far from Hashem, who because this person is still far from an understanding of our Holy Torah, only through the speech, through the power of speech, will a person be able to come to a great greater understanding of the depths of our Torah, namely, through actually saying the words of the Torah, saying the words out loud. That's how you accomplish this. Like it says in Mishlei, because they are life for those who find them. And the Gemara adds in Mesachas Erevin, not talking about those who just find them, but those who take them out from their mouth, those who allow the words not just to be inside their head or even inside their heart, but to come out of their mouth. So when we're learning, we should actively be saying the words out loud. The life-giving property of the words of our Torah only can happen when there's a meaningful learning of them, and says the Gemara, when they're pulled out and said out loud, pulled out of your mouth. Parenthetically, adding a little bit of context to the Gemara that Rabbi Nachman brings in, Bruria, who was Rebbe Meir's wife, right there in the Gemara, found a student quietly learning, barely saying the words to himself. She came over and reprimanded him and said, no, 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 the Torah needs to permeate all of your limbs, including out of your mouth. That's how you'll get all of the blessings. If you walk into a library today, we know that it's very quiet. And if you were to start saying something out loud, the librarian would come over and say, excuse me, shh. However, when you walk into a base medrash, a house of Torah learning, not only is it quiet, but people are screaming and singing and out loud, learning, allowing the words of the Torah to permeate their entire bodies. And that's how we fight for the truth. Continuing in the Kutzemoran, And then these words will illuminate all of the places that this person needs to make tshuva. When you say the words of Torah out loud, it shines a light on the areas in our life that we need to, to focus on in order to grow. Like a rabbi said, Open your mouth and your words will illuminate. And every single time, on every single act of tshuva, then you travel from level to level, from a lower level, and then when you make tshuva, when you repent, when you build yourself to be a, a bigger person than before, you are climbing the spiritual ladder of levels. And eventually you reach the point where you're able to emerge victorious from this low level, being very far from Hashem, and reaching a higher understanding, a greater understanding of the depths of Torah. 
Continuing in our Sefer, And this is what Yoichni and Mamre, who were the magicians of Paro in Egypt, what they said to Moshe Rabbeinu, this is in Masechah's Menachos, The magicians of Paro asked Moshe, Why did you bring straw? Why did you bring straw to our city, to Egypt? Why did you do that? He answered them, meaning Moses answered the magicians, Amre Anashe, Lamasa Yarka, Yarka Shakul. He answered them that many people say we bring our vegetables to sell at the vegetable market. Let's break this down a little bit. The Paro's magicians were saying to Moshe, Listen, we already have magic here, we don't need you. We're good. We're covered. The people know that there's superpowers in the world. Comes Moshe Rabbeinu and says, I recognize that you have this kind of black magic, this negative spiritual power. But just like if I'm selling vegetables, I'm going to go to the market where they're selling vegetables. So the consumer will, will be able to see very clearly which are good vegetables and which are wilted, which are old and moldy vegetables. So too here in Mitzrayim, yes, you have these powers and and negative superpowers, but people need to see clearly what is your black magic and what is being produced by the word of the one true God. Teven, what is the straw, the straw in in our story? Zebachinas Tevuna. This is the idea of understanding. Like the verse says in Mishle, Tevuna Tinsarech. And understanding preserves a person. Because they knew, they, meaning the Egyptians, the, the magicians in Egypt, they knew that Moshe Rabbeinu, Moses, wanted to bring a greater understanding of the Torah to the Jewish people. So therefore they asked him, because at a time when the Jewish people are not actively involved in the Word of God, so then they're compared to Afar, to dust. Remember, the city that this happened in is called Afarayim. So how could he, Moshe Rabbeinu, bring the Jewish people to a greater level, a greater spiritual standing, and a better understanding of the Torah itself? How could that happen? In short, how could they have a greater understanding of the Torah when the Torah hadn't yet been given? Moshe Rabbeinu, get them out. Just get them out of Egypt. They're slaves. Don't try to increase the understanding of Torah. The Torah is going to come. Once we get out of Mitzrayim, we're going to receive the Torah and our levels will go up. What's with trying to increase Torah when we haven't yet received us? Just get us out of slavery. V'zeu teven. And this is what's meant by the straw, the straw in our story. Lashon tevunos ha-Torah. Teven, tevunos, you hear it? There's a tough, a bez, and a nun. Teven, the straw, is the language of understanding. That you brought in to this city called Afarayim. Zebachines Afar. This is the concept of dust. Which is a lower spiritual level. When a person is on a low spiritual level, they're referred to as dust. He answered them, Amre Enashe. Many people say, Hainu Moshe Rabbeinu began his answer with saying, Amre Anashe, 
Many people say, you find that terminology in the Talmud all over the place. However, why is it necessary to use this time? Why did Moshe Rabbeinu actively say, Amre Anashe? Because this is all about people talking, people saying, multiple people talking, the power of speech. That through this power, through the power of, of a Jewish person speaking, meaning speaking the words of Torah, who may or low, he illuminates for himself, every single place that he needs to make tshuva. And this is what's meant, that he brought the vegetables to a place that's necessary to make tshuva. Let's break this down and understand what's going on. Yarka, the vegetables, hubachinas tshuva, they represent tshuva, a repentance process. Kamosha Amru like the Midrash says in Bereshah's Rabbah, that he called out his students, Vayarek, which you can see the letters of Yud, Resh, and Kuf, calling out, correspond to the letters of Yirakot, vegetables. Orikan B'parsha Shoiftim says the Midrash that he was calling out, meaning he was actively telling him the, the Psukim of Parsha Shoftim, Hainu, Shazer Zamlasois Chuva, namely to make Chuva, the parts of the Parsha, the parts of the Torah portion of Shoftim that deal with laws and particulars. Ki Parsha Shoftim, Nemaral Chuva, because Parsha Shoftim talks about the idea of repentance, where, quote, whoever is afraid, who has fear of Hashem, and is faint of heart, is fearful because they have averus, they have sins in their hand. They're scared because they committed many sins. This Medrash is talking about Avram Avinu. When Avram Avinu was ready to go to battle against the four kings, you should check it out in Bereshit. When he was ready to battle, his men were saying, we might die, this is scary. And Avram Avinu said, it's true it's a possibility, but that will still be a sanctification of God's name. So when Avram Avinu said, is anyone afraid or faint-hearted, he's saying, go home. Go home. If you're not ready to be with us, go home. Going home is all about making tshuva, returning to the place where you're most comfortable, where you're most authentic, where you are your real self. Please, God, we should all joyously merit this high level of tshuva, rising from level to level spiritually, wishing everyone a beautiful day.